You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The Canadians are there to take the gold medal. And Canada are the Olympic champions. The heartbreak is over for Beijing. Canada gold. Donovan Bailey, Running Things, Episode 5, coming at you live from inside our Toronto Mike Studios. Donovan Bailey, the legendary one alongside Jason Portwondo. Ah, the Olympics. It seems like it went by so quickly. And Canada, yes, pretty good effort, all things considered, with those 26 medals. Fourth overall in terms of the standings, but just four gold medals. So kind of a little light. In that respect. And uh, DB, another week, my man. Good to see you. Great to see you, JP. Uh, I know you're a summer Olympics guy, but... Uh, I'm an Olympics guy. Okay. There's, a win- there's Olympics, and then there's the Winter Olympics, yes. Two distinctly <laughs> different things. So you, you don't do the ice thing very well unless it's in the bottom of your glass, right? With a nice drink. Absolutely. Well, you know, no. I, you know, I got to tell you, I'm a huge fan of the Winter Games because uh, when I look at something like bobsled, speed skating, mm-hmm. uh, you uh, downhill skiing, uh, you 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 kind of see um, uh, you see the physical uh, attributes uh, and and uh, and skill. Uh, actual skill of of these athletes and i know that every single person every single athlete in the in the in the winter games they work just as hard as the kids in the summer games but i have a certainly have an appreciation for those uh power events that you see i mean the the obviously the uh, the favorites got to be anything that has to do with speed so uh you know we de- i definitely like the the bobsled and also there's a lot of athletes that transition from the track to the bobsled and um and 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 sprinters that, that do that um and also speed skating you 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 kind of see very easily how a sprinter could convert from um the, the the dry track right on the ice so if you had one sport to compete in at the winter games bobsled myself yeah no i, I i'd probably be a speed skater i'd, I'd do the I'd, I'd probably be a sprinter so the 500 meters okay that, that, that's I, I what I that. that's what I would see myself doing because, um, you know, just based upon my own sport, uh, five hundred meters on ice on skates would probably be uh, whatever the sprinting event is. Bobsled is okay. also quite easy because I shouldn't say quite easy. I mean, I did try it; it just was too cold for me. <laughs> Canada could have used you, by the way. Uh, four gold, eight silver, fourteen bronze. Overall, it looks good, but four gold. I mean, jeez. I mean, Lillehammer. We had three, and that was the last time we had that little 
Right. That was back in 1994 in terms of gold medals. But, uh, you know, overall, got to shout out Norway, basically leading from tip to tail. Right. Uh, the Russian Olympic Committee, second overall to Norway when it comes to medals. <laughs> so a lot of highlights, but we're going to go there next because one of the more interesting developments obviously surrounded the 15-year-old figure skater, right, uh, Camilla Valieva. And, uh, man, it was a roller coaster of emotions for that poor young figure skater the highs of winning olympic gold being the first woman uh in terms Girl. of figure skating yeah yeah i guess the you can say the right to right. to hit a, a quad salcow and hit a quad toe she even you know threw in a triple toe loop a right. triple axle just for fun but man she went through so much not so much physically because we realize that but mentally as well well J- jason one of the things so so let me uh so so let me let me just address the the Canadian performance. Number okay. one, I, I think that, uh, and and I'll get to Camille in a second. Uh, number one, I think that the 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 team itself uh, were prepared to do some real good things, and I think that uh, I want to congratulate the Canadian team for doing uh, quite well under the circumstances. You are going into um, an, an ex, it's it's it, this is an extreme bubble with no right. fans. Uh, so you know what? Shout out to the Canadian team for, for doing as good as they yeah. did. Um, you know, underneath un, under the circumstances, I, I mean, there was, you know, there was there was too many things going on politically, and on the political side, let's let's try and dress, uh, you know, Camilla. I mean, in our last show, I said to you that uh, I thought that this kid, uh, this little girl, was was obviously a victim of all this stuff, and uh, and and uh, and she is. Um, there's no reason uh, for her, to, my opinion, you know, uh, you know, as an Olympic champion. There's no reason when the rules were set by the IOC, uh, there's no reason for that, that child to be competing. That's number one. Uh, number two, I think that uh, in the team event where Russia won, uh, it took away the opportunity and the celebration of not only the Russian team, so the girls that were actually uh, or the young ladies that were actually part of that team, but it took away another team that probably should have been celebrating a medal win because they should have not been competing. Now, on the individual side, and I think I said this to you, Jason, on the individual side, I think it's crazy uh, to continue the, the cycle of abuse for this young child because I think that uh, whatever she went through, one, uh, being a favorite going into going into uh, the finals of the individual, she should have won that hands down. We know that she probably is the most talented, uh, you know, figure skater on the ice. But I, the trauma, uh, the dysfunctionality, the things uh, that she's had to go through mentally, uh, it's crazy. And I and I think that her competing and falling did way more damage than them just saying, you know what, the rules are the rules. Maybe we need to take you home. Uh, there's some mistakes made. Get rid of all the people around her who are feeding her this thing. Because like I said, I, I mean, at 15 years old, you can't really yeah. blame her for a whole lot She's of things. She's a kid. What you, High school, grade 10. Yeah, you, you, but, you can't, but here's the thing. You cannot blame her but because there are people around her that are doing this. I mean, there's, there, there has to be someone feeding her uh, this. So, so unfortunately for her, I think that it would have done, it would have been, uh, it would have done her a be- better good then to bring her 
just li- just leave the games. Just leave the games and 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 uh, and get ready for the next one. That that's really what you know. My thoughts are on that. Camilla, the person, is right. more important than Camilla, the athlete, uh, and we did not see that. Well, from we her saw camp. we saw that. Like we're seeing that with Naomi Osaka and Simone Biles, and we're we're, we're looking at. Um, how important mental health is uh, for people in the public eye, and 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 uh, also uh, when you have uh, young people, uh, you know, at the highest level, living their life uh, under a bubble or inside of a bubble or inside of, you know, an aquarium, inside of a glass box, whatever it is, where every single eye on the planet's looking at you. Yeah, she it, it she she was done no good. Uh, for her brand, uh, for her own personal mental health and capabilities uh, by them allowing her to compete. Yeah, Sad. Let's Sad. just say that. I mean, you have the amazing athlete. She's 15, becoming the first lady, as talked about, to land a quad right. at the Olympics. She did the Salcow. She did, you know, another quad, a toe loop, and the triple axle. I mean, she's got a ton of talent, but my goodness, the pressure on that poor young girl for that nation to produce and so many highlights and of course the lowlights as well from beijing hey now 2026 we're off to milan milan I'm, well 20 well we are i would go for the milano games you want to go well you got to go to paris first man 2024 is the is, is the summer games we which gotta, is the big games that's where fifteen thousand okay. athletes compete and in the winter games you have three thousand i'm just saying Donovan Bailey running things, Paris. Run, run things. Donovan Bailey running things. Live. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. Let's Brought do it. to you by ACAS. ACAS, you got that? Yeah. Road we, trip. Yeah, we will. Uh, we, uh, we will. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it live from Paris. I think that would work. All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, you know, kind of hand in hand with the situation at the Olympics was what the NCAA has decided to do. And we touched on this last week, just kind of scratching the surface, Mm -hmm. getting you somewhat intrigued. A brand new policy for transgender athletes. But man, oh man, does it ever lack clarity? And and it's hard to digest and enforce. Both sides seem a little bit confused. I mean, the bottom line is this. We all know that something needed to be done. Right. And at least they're doing something. Yeah, you know what? I, I I don't know what um I, I think the onus really is gonna fall on the on the governing bodies of every single sport. I mean the governing bodies of of the NCAA, you've got a tough you've got a tough decision that you gotta make. The the, the IAAF, the IOC swimming federation, you know, soccer federation. I think that it's it's a it's a it's a it's really tough right now and 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 and, and personally I think that I think we all want to see a level playing field for every single person out there, and uh, and and certainly I think that um, the governing body really has to see where they're going to divide the line, where they're going to draw the line, how are they going to do it? Is it going to be done? Is is the line going to be drawn? Uh, you know, from biology, like where is it going to be drawn from? So, uh, Jason, one of the things when I look at and hear about these things, I continue to learn and I continue to read and evolve and listen to people like, uh, you know, well, Bruce Jenner, who was uh, one one of the uh, number one athlete in the world at elite. one point. Elite. <laughs> the number one athlete, and who is now Caitlyn Jenner. So, I mean, someone like that who has lived experience, you know, I, I mean, these are the people that are going to teach me how it is that we're going to, you know, transition on 
they, you know, to accepting whatever rules uh, these governing bodies do going forward. NCAA, as talked about, was feeling the heat. Um, most recently, Leah Thomas comes to mind. Right. University of Pennsylvania swimmer, transgender swimmer, multiple records, you know, set at a meet um, just last month. So transgender athlete competing on the women's swim team and the NCAA just felt like it had to do something. So it's going to align with the policy changes from the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee and the International Olympic Committee. So, I mean, we have to move with the times. And I'm glad they're doing exactly that. Uh, you know, absolutely. And, and, and we also have to address, we, we have to address everything. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, physicalities, advantages, whatever, whatever it is, we have to address everything. And, and Jason, the greatest thing to do us as, I mean, for me, you know, as a former athlete and certainly for you as a, as a, you know, a media star, I mean, at the end of the day, we, we definitely have to sit and continue to evolve. That's exactly it. Exactly it. And the NCAA Board of Governors voted in support of a sport by sport approach to transgender athletes. Smart. And that smart. participation. Yeah. Quote unquote, that preserves opportunity for transgender student athletes while balancing fairness, inclusion, and safety for all who compete. Amen. That's it. Amen. In a nutshell. Amen. That's it. So, speaking of NC2A, wow. Um, sports, we <laughs> realize, you know, things get heated, not just during competition, but afterwards as well. Well, let's just revisit what happened during a Big Ten basketball game at the end when the coaches decided to uh, shake hands. Yo, and Jawan Howard just threw a right hand. And now we got a scrum. We have a scrum in Madison. Players are pushing and shoving. This is an ugly scene. Big Ten basketball, (laughs) Big Ten football, rivalries. That's what sports is all about. But... There was no room for this. I mean, so to give you the backstory, Michigan men's basketball coach, Joan Howard, part of the Fab Five back in the day, end of the contest, you know, didn't agree with what Wisconsin head coach Greg Gard was doing in terms of, you know, calling a late timeout. You know, the game was out of hand. Joan thought it was just kind of like rubbing salt in the wounds, pushing your face in it. And, of course, they got the shake, you know, got the, the, the lineup. Got to shake hands. Things got a little bit touchy. Jawan said, don't touch me. Greg said, let me explain. And Jawan said, no. And then it wasn't between those two. It was actually Jawan Howard hitting Wisconsin assistant coach, Joe Krabenhoff. And as a result, Jawan Howard fined $40,000 and suspended for the rest of the regular season, which amounts to five games. Your take on the incident, and do we need these, you know, lineups to shake hands at the end is, or is that just something we need to just move on from so a couple of things i okay. mean and and i mean i don't know if you're gonna like my take on I'll, this I'll let you know <laughs> don't you worry i know that okay i, I know that <laughs> listen um do you need handshakes at the end of the game yes i think it's very sportsmanlike for you to kind of greet okay. I mean, because the, because sports is supposed to be you know, almost like controlled war. If I, I mean, I'm, and I'm speaking, I'm, I'm, my athlete's brain is talking right now. It really is a place where you can go and you can, you can, you know, unload every single emotion and physicality within you within the context of a game. And at the end of it, whoever wins, wins, and you to kind of reset the clock and come back and do it again. 
Um, I, I kind of, I, I saw, the, I saw the, I actually saw the game. I, I was watching the game. And, okay. And, and 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 so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna heat on the side of, of like, first of all, okay, first of all, let me qualify this. Okay. At no point whatsoever should you be putting hands on the other coach. Right. Okay, let, let me let me qualify that. At no at no point. But but we are also watching uh, events where emotions are heavy. That's and, exactly and, what I was going to say. Go right. ahead. And 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 also you're talking about uh John is not exactly a coach. He's a he's a basketball player who was not only one of the best NCAA players but also one of the, one of the best NBA players. So his um we'll say this his temperament uh and and competitiveness is at a professional level, right? So I, I, although we're again, we all live in this, this, uh, you know, this, this glass box. Uh, I understood where he was coming from because I think that as a coach, I'm very certain. You know, I, I, I didn't talk to the guy, so I don't know exactly what's going through his brain. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I'm very certain that he was thinking as a coach. Okay, the game is done now. Let the game. Let I mean, I'm 15 down. I think. Right. Uh, you know, let the let the thing ride out. It's a couple of seconds. Whatever. Um, you know, so let me, you know, regroup, get my kids back in the, in the locker room, give them a motivation speech, uh, you know, go over some tape uh, and get back to the next game. And, and I think that sometimes uh, coaches trying to coach uh, don't really understand that if you're coaching against an athlete or former Hall of Famer or whatever it is, that man or woman thinks way different than you possibly do. I'm very certain that John was probably thinking management but he's also a competitor. I mean, he's also someone that, and I, I, you know, I think that I said to Jason's classic line when when I was like three or four years old, five years old in Jamaica uh, on the playground uh, when when we played touch my button and touch my button is you touch my button and I'll knock your block off and that's yep. really and and I think that, and I think that and I think class. I mean, again, there's no laughing matter about about two coaches fighting, but I'm saying to you that you cannot ignore. Uh, who you're coaching against, the competitive nature of sport, uh, you know, uh, you know. I saw the statement. So, that, that, but that, you're not condoning what he did. No, no, I, no, no. That's what I qualified. The very okay. first thing that I want to say is, there's no right. reason whatsoever for a man to put his hand on another man. Right. He might have been game. antagonized. I get it. I he, get but it. But he, but I, he was antagonized, and I'm saying to you, Jason, I understand that. I, you know, for me, sometimes who have, uh, you know, I've, I've had. I've had one or two occasions where where the camera was on there when I was not uh, happy with what with what transpired, and unfortunately that raw emotion comes out and 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 exactly. so I'm, and so I'm saying to you that I don't I'm definitely not supporting a man putting his hand on another man unless it's in the boxing ring or UFC, uh, but I understand that there's emotion, and I understand where uh, where where Mr. Howard was coming from. I understand his you know. Reason for being upset. Right. You cannot put your hand on another man. Unless, you know, you guys are agreeing to hug, shake, whatever. Correct. That's fine. Correct. Here's the thing. You don't like the way the opposing coach was coaching. Right. Don't be bitter. Be better. Here's my thing. We have watched for years Bill Belichick, his philosophy. He'll run up the score on you all the time. He doesn't care. Right. You can't go and punch him for that. <laughs> you, well. you, you- 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. You can't. So for Jawan Howard, he's totally in the wrong. But the reason why I pose the question is because I really feel like athletes, you know, are questioned too quickly after a game. They're putting that mic right in your face. Right. The blood is still boiling. Right. The filter from the brain to the mouth doesn't always work. There's no filter. First of all, there's no. It's not. It's not even just a brain to the mouth, Jason. I mean, I'm talking about when you're when you're there and, and you're 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 addressing someone who is full of testosterone at that time. Right. Just get the hell away. <laughs> just be like, okay. So do we let, need these let, handshakes? I, these I, handshake lineups. I think that um, from 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 just from, just from being a sportsman or a sportswoman, okay. I think it's always. Um, I don't know. I, I think that it's it's. Uh, it, I I think that it's fine. I think right. that it's fine. I th- I think, um, you know, just it, it's it's gentlemanlier, you know, to 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 um, to shake hands after battle is done. I get it. It's right. a, at the collegiate level. We don't see this at the pro level. It, it's well, arbitrary yeah. at the pro level. You can just we watch NBA head coaches give you all the wave and right. whatever else. Right. Football players get together afterwards, say a prayer. You know what? There is no right or wrong. Mm. I don't know which side of the fence I side on in terms of this. Because right. one minute I'm saying, yes, you know what? You got to learn sportsmanship of the game. You're a kid. You want to get to that elite level. You've got to learn how to lose before you can win. Right. But then another part of me is like, is it really necessary? These guys just finished beating each <coughs> other up, and, and now you uh, so they, I don't they, know so what you, the answer you're, is. So you're playing the game, beating, yeah. beating you in the game, and then you beat them, beat them on the on the. Beat them. <laughs> beat yeah. them, beat them. No, I know, I know. Right. But I mean, Jawan's got to be better. No, Jawan, and, and again, again, there's no reason whatsoever for him to put uh, his hands on. And also, I think that in his in his last statement, I think it's so good for him to under for him for him to state, um, like his position as an athlete, his position as a man, his position as a role model, his position as a father, and I think all of those things are very important. So yes, I mean, they, again, if 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 you get if you're gonna you know uh, minimize it to one sense, there's definitely not never a reason to put it on to put his hands. But 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 for all those reasons I just mentioned, uh, that's even more so. One thing I do know how I feel about the fact that not up until I don't even know how long if he ever has. But we're doing this broadcast right now. I have not once heard of an apology. What's that? From Jawan. Oh, yeah. No, he did. He sent a statement out. Because I did not hear anything. Yeah, he and to me, that bothered me. Because yeah. you had lots of time afterwards, instead of saying, well, he put his hands on me, which he did. Right. Instead of defending why you did what you did. Right. How about you apologize? Because at, at the end of the day, yeah. regardless of what was done, the other coach did not take a swing at him. That's true, but he did. He did apologize, and that's what okay. I'm saying. He did. He, I did he, not I, hear that. I did. I did uh, see and read a statement. So, so, so he definitely did that. 
So it was a statement. It yes. wasn't actually him well, in front a, of the cameras. What's a statement? I mean, I, I think that it's probably best that way. I mean, it's it's like, and I think that you know, again, as a public person, I think sometimes it's best for when you can get you know get your thoughts together, putting on put it on paper, and um, and get it out there. I mean, at the end of the day, for me, it 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 wants uh, his. His uh, his penalties are accepted. Uh, mm-hmm. He can now move on to do whatever he's got to do. Re uh, reconsider what he needs to do next season and 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 be better. I mean, so I think you and I, you you and I, the end goal for you and I, I think, are the very same, which is be better, do better, uh, be an incredible man, and continue to be a great role model and coach, and and don't let it happen again. And I think that uh, his statement was along those lines. Was the punishment enough? For the other coach, Greg Gard just getting a $10,000 fine. Does he deserve anything for perhaps precipitating this, accelerating this? Did he touch? Did he touch? Oh, yeah, he touched Joe. Well, well, well I mean, I think that, you know, again, in the heat of battle sometimes. I mean, we see this. Juwan, in, we, you can see him through his mask saying, don't touch me. Right. We mm-hmm. see, you, 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 again, these are all things. I mean, we, we can address all this, but... Uh, yeah, if someone touches someone, uh, I mean, so that that probably calls for a different different action. But but now we're we're, we're splitting hairs now, Jason. So at, at okay. the at, so at the end of the day, uh, I think both of them deserve um, both of them deserve fines. Both of them deserve suspensions. Both of them need to understand that it's uh, you know even you know we should be you know they should be very very happy to be to participate in a sport to participate in the game because it's far bigger than both of them or both of us. Let's just end it like this. Both leaders of men, mm-hmm. that was not a good look for Correct. guys that are trying to, you know, establish that type of relationship with their players and be an example, a role model, setting the tone. Not a good look. So I, I agree 100%. We'll talk more basketball on this edition of Donovan Bailey Running Things, brought to you by ACAST and the NBA All-Star Game. Oh, Good things. Good and things. things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's begin with a good thing. Right. Curry, a historic performance and a feed in James. Look at this. Fast step. Seven step. and a half yeah. pieces. We can't step. keep up. And another three. Kaboom! Steph Curry's label reads basketball player, but clearly... Brother's also a part-time arborist because <laughs> knocking down more trees than I've ever seen before. 16. In fact, the previous NBA All-Star record was nine, set by Paul George, so nearly doubled that. And yes, I know, Steph had another six shots, I think, at the end to either tie or surpass Anthony Davis's overall record of 52 points. But he'll settle for the 50 and the Kobe Bryant MVP honor. That was the good news. Game itself, weekend itself, I don't know. Well, well, one, uh, I, I think that uh, what Steph, Steph keeps redefining uh, what new basketball looks like, and and it and it's incredible that this kid. I mean, you know, if you see Steph, he's not a big, strong, powerful man. Oh, no, not uh, at all. But. Uh, but but what he does and 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 you say this and you have to say this to all the the kids out there he's put work in you know that this guy's shooting you know a million threes a day and and you see you see you you understand also um, you know I, I, like I always look at athletes and, and and really how their body works and 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 I think when you think of symmetry and rhythm you understand first of all when he releases it you know it's in if if you're if you're an, if you're a basketball fan or player 
Right. You know that you know that anytime someone releases the ball, it's going in. And and uh, that guy, he has just redefined what that <laughs> is, man. And 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 uh, and and yeah, uh, Jason. Um, you know, all all the weekend. Um, you know, definitely, Mister Curry deserves uh, deserves the MVP um, off uh, the entire damn weekend. <laughs> um, uh, because yeah, he's uh, he did his thing, man, and and he was the entertainment. You just give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And by the way, you're right about Steph. He hit a bunch of threes after he shot the ball. Yeah, he just looked away and started going back up the court. I no, mean, seriously, no need, no need, to seriously, check. no need to check. Ser- oh, oh, no my no need to check. But but I will say this: it was a phenomenal game. LeBron lost in all of this. Right, hits the game-winning shot back in Cleveland. I mean, that was phenomenal to see. So. The game itself, thumbs up, thumb down. I think the game, like how the new game is played, I didn't like it at the start, but I do understand what they're trying to do and get the community involved with, um, you know, uh, each team, each planned, uh, organized team playing for a charity and then donating money. Um, You know, like in light of the game itself, I love the fact, as you just mentioned, that LeBron is playing in Cleveland and that guy has done so much, uh, you know, as, I mean, let's stop with basketball. What LeBron James have done, you know, uh, from a social responsibility perspective has been incredible. So the game itself, I realized, was secondary. And because LeBron really is, is, is defining, uh, defining and, and clearly uh, setting forth a, a massive footprint to what uh, some incredible future leaders from that area of the country will be, and and so I'll, I'll always commend him for doing for doing incredible things. So yeah, so the game itself I think was secondary. How the game is played. So thumbs won, up or thumbs down? I think the game was fine. The game okay. was the game was thumbs up. Uh, the game for me was thumbs up. It's the All Star Weekend. I mean, you know, some of the you know the three point shooting, uh, the the dunk competition, and and I got to tell you this, from a man who has a couple of dunk trophies in my in my uh in my uh trophy cabinet i thought it was the worst ever i mean i'm telling you i thought the dunk competition was the worst ever and 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 funny enough funny enough when the game started and a couple i mean john morant and a couple of these guys started like dunking the ball i'm like okay well i guess the dunk competition was actually within the game why did why was i staying up last night you just answered your own question. Thumbs down. Thumbs I had up. more fun watching the Peloton guy playing in the uh, the Celebrity Challenge. I had wow. more fun watching him yeah. than I had watching the game itself. And you're right. They're running out of ideas for the slam dunk competition. I mean, they've jumped over cars, small buildings, people. It just kind of, it's, it's run its course. I will say thumbs down to that, but thumbs up or thumbs down to the three-point contest when you see a big man win over the smaller guards. Got to give some love to Carl Anthony Towns. Well, well, Carl's a shooter. Carl, I mean, from he was uh, from most. That's the game now, right? If you're a big man, that well, well, there's also you better be able to shoot. Well, the other thing, the other thing now, Jason. I mean, I mean, you know, again, if you're a basketball fan, you know this. There's no defined positions anymore. I mean, if you're five foot ten, you're shooting guard. If you're seven foot five. You're shooting guard, so so ultimately, I think that it's incredible to see a big man that can hit it from the outside, uh, and maybe what we need to see then in the dunk competition for all the short guys to get out there and, and dunk the ball. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll get back. Let's get back to when the, you know the game itself, and the, you know the the game itself was who was defying gravity, gravity, and 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 doing something incredible at the rim. 
Why are you looking at me when you see the short guys? The short guy, yeah. I realize my chair is a little higher you, than you, yours. You can, I get that. You can dunk. I get that. You can dunk. <laughs> we'll get you the eight-foot rim. It's oh, all right. We'll get you man. <laughs> yeah, no, that was... Uh, Wow. <clears throat> Overall, the weekend was a lot of fun. The music, the flash, the flair, I mean, all of that in there. But, yeah, there's a lot that I think, you know, was good. Some of it not so good. And, ju- and just quickly, I miss the days of basketball where the big man actually played with his back to the basket. We don't see that anymore. We don't see anybody posting up. You know, when you saw Duncan kiss it off the glass, you were like, wow, big man can shoot. A big man doesn't even stand in the paint anymore, it feels like. Well, I, I like. Why do we even have the paint? Well, that's that's true, but I, yeah. I I mean I think that I, I mean I played basketball and I played basketball at Sheridan College. That we, you know, the, yeah, the I, the idea of a big man posing, you know, and, and drop step and dunking on another yeah. man's head that that's just fantastic. And and but the, the game has obviously been. I mean, we we speak about about Stephon Curry. I mean, the game mm-hmm. has been redefined. Oh, it's a shooting competition, <clears throat> now. and and yeah, and, and now it's you know if you can if you can shoot basically from sixteen miles away, that's 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 an incredible thing. Before, before watching the game and what brought excitement down was uh, was uh, you know you know sometimes you change you, when you're when you're playing a game, and and you changing the rhythm, you know, off the game by someone driving in and dunking on someone. These are things that I loved about the game. And and it happens sometimes. Mm. It happens sometimes. I mean, there, there's still a few guys that, uh, you know, Westbrook and uh, John Morant, like I said, there's a few guys that are topping. There's a few guys that are still playing in the league that, that feel that that is the way that they're going to change um, the momentum of the game, you know, by, by, uh, by driving and dunking on someone. But, but again, I, I'm, that's just my game. I'm an old school guy. Oh, I'm never going to change. I'm with you. That's how it is. That's how magic played. That's how Jordan played. Oh, I'm telling you what, mm-hmm. miss those days. I mean, I, I think about Akeem Elijah on playing now, no shot. Patrick Ewing playing now, no shot. Those guys yeah. bring back the old school basketball. And yeah, speaking of which, Something really cool <laughs> happened. Something really cool happened between Jordan and Johnson. I would have paid to watch that one-on-one over the NBA All-Star game. You, you might have to pay because guess what? I don't I, care. I, I will. I think, Jason, I've got, I got to tell you, man, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I know that there's, I, I, this reminds me of, of uh, you know, I think that there's some buzzing uh, last year about Lennox Lewis fighting Mike Tyson again. And, and, and I would have paid for that. Uh, if that ever Me too. Happen, if that ever happens. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you all this. If Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson no contest. were going to play one on one today, not only will I pay for it, I am going to be at courtside. <laughs> I'm, no, no, for real. I mean, I think that what I love about the the, the even what happened, uh, and this is so the the All Star Weekend this week is celebrating this, the the top seventy five uh, best I guess NBA players that are alive right and you know Michael Jordan for those of you who didn't see it Michael came in and and it, this is in the greetings now these are all <laughs> first ballot <clears throat> these are all first ballot Hall of Famers right uh, Michael is greeting Magic and he said I'll go get my shoes right now man let's go one on one the mindset of an athlete never changes my brother. Never ever changes. The physicality changes, but the mind and the brain and the competitiveness of real true stars never changed. And 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 for me, I thought that that was probably the highlight, one of the probably the highlight of the weekend for me oh. personally. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. That that's my type of 
Magic Mike. For, right. forget, forget about that other one. <laughs> this, is, this is the only Magic Mike that I want to wow. see. And, I don't know where you're going with that, man. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> and I will say this. Jordan said to John, said, go put your kicks on. Let's go. Yeah, go no. find them. Let, let's go. Let's settle this right now. And, and, and the good thing about both of those guys, like you, you, you have to think about this. Both of those guys, had they had kicks, they they'd throw down right away. Like mm. it, like it wouldn't like you know you know you know like it, it wasn't. Let's go outside. It's like no no we're good, we're right here, right here in the middle of everything. You know so again amazing amazing. So that's that for me the highlight uh, you know highlight of the weekend and uh, and and you know as a sports fan, I think that um, it was just great to see the old guys get together. And I think it's great that these guys, these old guys, can also show these new guys uh, what real competition is all about. It's not all kumbaya. The world is not all kumbaya. So as much as we've had a lot of fun on this edition of the program, let's wrap on a serious tip. Because, again, the ugly head of racism rearing its head in New Jersey. Mall fight couple of kids going at it, one being black, the other not. The police come in to break up just to extinguish the situation. And the treatment of the two kids, very, very different, drastically different. Jason, you know what? Um, here's the thing, and, and uh, for those of you who don't know, both Jason and I are fathers. Not only just black men, productive members of society. Uh, whether Hall of Famer, Jason's, you know, does his thing. I mean, I'm saying to you that the number one, the, the greatest title that we both have is fathers. And exactly. uh, and when we look at, uh, when we address uh, whether it's systematic racism, institutional racism, any kind of racism, uh, we always have to look at life objectively through our own personal lens based upon our own personal journeys. And, uh, you know, we know that uh, with technology, uh, there's a lot of things being exposed. Now, Jason just mentioned that we had, we're, we're observing a fight. Now, they're teenagers, punk-ass teenagers. I was one of them. Jason was one of mm-hmm. them. Every single male, you know, in this world, <laughs> we've, you know, you've had some sort of little scrapings. That's what you do. That's part of uh, learning, you know, learning who you are, um, you know, developing uh, your character, uh, you know. So to look at two kids uh, getting into scrap for whatever it is that they did, neither one of them was, there was no weapons, there was nothing involved. I think there was just some pushing and, and, and so forth. To looking, at, to observing that and seeing how t- how these kids were um, taken care of um, or how they were treated uh, is absurd. I want every single person out there to go and either YouTube it or oh, or, or, or whatever. Pretty easy to find. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm very happy. Very happy, Jason. Yeah. That that has gone viral. Now, at the end of the day, you have one child sitting on the uh, on on a sofa observing, um, the, the oh, observing as if uh, he's having a coffee. This was the white teen. The white teen. Yeah. And then you have the black kid being pushed to the ground and being kneeled on and kicked. Now I have a problem with any of this. If 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 you have two kids that are fighting, one put them both on the couch, right? Or put them both on the floor, or take them both away. Uh, but whatever it is, there has to be some sort of equality that's shown 
because again, the, the bottom line is it's two kids. It's two kids doing what they do. It's, I, again, I've done it. Jason's mm-hmm. done it. Everyone's gotten into little tiny scraps, and, and that's part of growing up in, in, in any society. And I think that how the law, how how I think that both kids were treated is absurd, and, 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 and that has to be addressed. And, and for me personally, the officers involved, uh, you know, they, they, you know, they need to be suspended and, and they, they has to be, there has to be, uh, you know, there has to be some lessons taught, uh, you know, or they have to go and learn something, uh, you know, about how to handle, uh, you know, this situation. It, it's disturbing, really disturbing. I mean, you brought it up. I went and I looked it up and I was like, wow, you know, and to be honest, I'm tired of talking about stuff like this. You know, I mean, we need to educate. I get it. Right. We need to inform. But the fact that it just continues. I mean, I I, I, I don't know how it is that I don't know how it is that there's any law enforcement officer. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm all for funding the police, by the way. I'm all for a I, I don't want a police to ever come to my neighborhood, you know, dealing with someone with mental health and he only knows how to rescue a cat out of the tree. I actually want, um, I want all police to be, to, you know, to be educated, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially on racial sensitivity in, in, especially in racialized community. But it's very, very important for, <clears throat> it's very, it's very, very important for, um, for us all to understand that just the mere observation of seeing two kids fighting one of them sitting on the couch and the other one getting kneeled on the ground or getting, you know, getting thrown to the ground. Uh, you know, that, that this is, this is the, the, conti- no weapons involved, but it's, but it's, the, it's the continuation yeah. of what systematic racism look like. And for those people who are not racialized, that's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. You, you see two kids fighting, you break them up, you put them both in a corner, you discipline both of them, the end. Right. And I think that's, Ultimately, Jason, as fathers, let's just address as fathers. What we want is to make sure that all our, all kids, every kid out there, has a as a as an equal opportunity to go to school, find themselves, <laughs> um, you know, play sports, maybe get into a little scrap, do whatever, scrape your knees, fall down, whatever it is, but also don't get killed for it. Also, don't get don't get in a place where, um, you know you might be in a position and, 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 um, you know, some little, some little thing, you know, a little fight breaks out and, and one child gets killed just because that child is just standing there or happens to be part of something, uh, you know, for no actual reason. So, you know, that being said, I think that, um, I, I, I hope that, um, the, the police officers involved is, is on administrative leave, and, and and they have to get some, uh, you know, racial sensitivity training as to how to deal with people. And I'm saying to you, just go and arrest kids. If mm-hmm. they're doing something stupid, put, put, them, put them both in handcuffs and arrest them and give them a warning and do whatever they got to do. Uh, but you know what? You can't treat one different than the other. Level playing field. That's all we can ask for. Not just on the sports field, but life in general. We're all trying to get to that same goal, not just to survive, but a chance to thrive. Amen. Episode five, Donovan Bailey running things, produced by Toronto Mike, powered by ACAST DB. Appreciate you, as always, and uh, until next time. Thanks for the company. Until we'll do it again next soon. time. Until next time. See you all next week. Peace out.